We have an incredible man of God coming to share the word of God today. So why don't we, why don't we come with expectation as we welcome the word of God and the man of God, Moses, as you're going to speak on the life of Jesus. Thank you, Moses. Thank you, Brother Moses. Thank you so much. Amen. God is good. It's, uh, it's a blessing to be here and just to share the word of the Lord. You know, just, just to share God's word, it's, it's a blessing already. And uh, I, I thank God for this opportunity just to be here and, uh, and share God's word. I was asked to um, speak of, about the life of Jesus. And uh, I was thinking about, you know, which, which part of the life of Jesus I want to talk about. But the Lord has really pressed into my heart uh, speak about the unseen life of Jesus. His private, uh, we're going to go into his private closet. So get ready. Put on your goggles. It's fear we're going to go hunting. <laughs> Dive. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's bow our head and just honor God's word. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is so powerful. Your, your word is alive, Lord. Father, your words, God, Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word, God. Father, as we are here to, this morning, God, Father, we give thanks to you, God. Speak to us, God. Speak to our heart. Speak to every areas of our life, God, Father. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. This is your platform. Move in our life, God. And we all give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah, G. So the, the title of this morning is called The Unseen Life of Jesus. Or you can call it The Secret Life of Jesus. Or The Private Life of Jesus. Uh, it's all the same. So, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about, you know, the, the unseen life of Jesus. Where Jesus, you know, run away. Nobody see. Nobody see. So we're going to talk about what, why he do that. Why he do that. So before I start, you know, before I share God's word, I want you to um, prepare your heart. When you come to church, believe that you're going to receive and you're going you're gonna to receive. Hallelujah. And um, I'm not gonna just going to preach by myself. You're going to help me also. Hallelujah. You're going to help me also. So the Bible says when, you know, um, that our faith activate the word of God. So when the word of God has been spoken and the, what, see, when, when God says, you know, be healed, what activates the healing is the response of the faith. So when we respond, it activate whatever the word of the Lord sent forth to accomplish. So when you're sitting down here, I don't know what needs you have, what things you, you know, you're battling, you know, respond to the word of the Lord because the word of the Lord is so powerful. He's going to accomplish it. He's going to, um, come, 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 come on here. Come on here. Come on, come in, my friend. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, can I ask uh, my brother to help me out here? My brother, ask, come on, just play some music with me. Let's do something different here. Uh, he's gonna help me. He's gonna help me preach, because if you, if you guys are not helping me, he's gonna help me preach, because I can't preach if you guys are not helping me. Hallelujah, Jesus! The place of the Lord is a place of, of freedom, and and <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus! Glory, glory, glory! You know, but this is not my message. But the Lord has really laid this in my heart. I want to share it. You know, when uh, when Jesus went to the wedding, you know, his first miracle was turning the the water into wine, and then. They ran out of wine. So the mother tells Jesus, hey, Jesus, something about it. And then Jesus said, all right, you know what do you do? He said, fill up that big bottle or whatever thing there's there with water. See, the miracle didn't took place until the water fell inside. You see, for us, for them to create a beautiful, nice 
best taste wine. I'm not a wine drinker myself. Once in a while in a year, and I don't like drinking at all. But it takes years and years and years to accomplish it. See, what takes years and years for us to accomplish, it just takes a second with Jesus to accomplish. Come on. Come on, my friend. Help me out of here. Help me out of here. You see, I, I don't know what you're going through in your life. Woo! But what takes years for us building it? It just takes seconds a minute for Jesus to perform a miracle. But see, the wine, the water didn't change the wine until Jesus' mother said, hey, do what he said to do. Until they obey him and put it there, that's a response of faith. And God says, you know what, God is pressing my heart. He want to do some miracles in your life this morning. He want to accomplish a few things in your life this morning. You see, the place we cannot reach, the word of God can reach. The children that you cannot reach, the word of God can reach. The place, the things that, that, that you can change, the word of God can reach. Because when the word of God has been sent forth, it accomplishes what is sent to accomplish. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Glory be the name of Jesus. Our first text this morning will be the Luke chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. I have, I have shared this scripture before. Luke chapter 5, verse 15 and 16. And he says like this. Hallelujah. Let me look at my time. Hallelujah. And he says, however the report went around concerning him, all the more and great multitude came together to hear and to be healed by him of the infirmity. See, the Bible says the, the news of Jesus was spread around. His miracle, you know, he healed, you know, he do this thing, he do these things, everything. The people heard it and they come to hear. They come to hear. Hey, something about this Jesus is so amazing. Great multitude, it's not just only a few, great multitude came together to hear and to be healed and to be delivered. My favorite verse is the next one. I call it the runaway verse. So he, so he himself often withdraw into the wilderness and pray. If our paraphrase the scripture says, and he himself often, frequently, it was his habit. He do it often. Withdraw himself into the wilderness, a lonely place, a private, a place where he can be alone. A place that is out. Of people where only him is there and he's there alone and then what and he prayed this in Matthew 14 verse 23 it says like this and after he had dismissed the crowd he went up on the mountain by himself to pray when evening came he was there alone this man something is up to here he withdrew himself when the crowd came. You know, imagine the people want to come and hear the word of the Lord and the prophets say, I'm, I'm withdrawing myself. Why would, would he withdraw himself from the crowd when the Bible said to go out and preach? He withdrew himself out. That was a good opportunity. If people come here and want to hear the word of God, then we run away. <laughs> Not going to be saved. What was Jesus? Well, something was going on. Are you ready? You've got your glasses on. We're going we're gonna to dive deep. In Luke 6, verse 12 says, In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, 
And all night, he continued to pray to God. On continue, all night. All night. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 to 36, it says, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. He wake up so early while the other person is still sleeping. And then he went and prayed. The other person wakes up and says, hey, where's masters around here? They don't know. Something is going on. Mark 6 verse 46 says, and after he had taken leave of them, he went up on the mountain to pray again. This was his habit, withdrawing himself into the unseen when nobody's watching into the private place where nobody knows he has his secret place the last verse we're going to look at it. john 6 verse 15 says perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king jesus withdraw again to the mountain by himself hallelujah hallelujah you see when we talk about something secret something something if we talk about something secret it has a value Value is something you, 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 you will never keep your, 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 your precious treasure out on the public. No, it will be, it be stolen. But something secret, private, there was something Jesus kept withdrawing himself because he understands there was something so private, something is worth more than gold. Hallelujah. If you watch some of the movie, there's something, uh, the top, uh, top uh, secret, you know. Only the high classified information people can assess that. You know what they do when they have this high classified information and only high class top secret agent can assess to it. And they go to a, a top secret place and they hide on it. And then they, they make sure they put all their phones outside. Otherwise someone might record it. <laughs> and then they begin to talk about the, the top secret information because it has a value. It's something that so value that it can change something. And something that's so valuable like gold and silver and diamonds, um, you, to find it, you have to go deeper. And only those who knows how to get there, they can get it. Only those who knows the value of the diamonds, they will get it. Hallelujah. Jesus is learning. Why would Jesus withdraw himself into the wilderness, into the unseen the first point, I won't, I, won't, I won't take much long time. The first point is honor. Honor. Before I talk about what Jesus honor, let me just define honor to you in my definition. But before we talk about honor, I want to talk about obedience. Because without understanding obedience, you can understand honor. Obedience is you do what you're told to do. Honor is obeying it with a good attitude. Hallelujah. Honor is obeying it with a good attitude. Obedience is, hey, you go do that. And then, yes, yeah, sometimes your mom and your dad and you work in another place, you're told to go do something. And then you, you go do it. Sometimes you disagree, but yet you still do it. But honor is different. You do it with a good attitude. You obey it with a good attitude. What did Jesus honor? He honored his relationship with the Father. That's the reason why he kept on withdrawing himself into the wilderness, into the unseen, to spend time because he honored their relationship with the Father. 
How about us today? Do we really honor our relationship with God? Or sometimes we're just carrying our relationship. It's like, check their relationship on Sunday, but we don't really honor it. If you really honor something, you put values. There's a value on it. There's a price. There's a cost. It's so precious. Come on. It's so important. Many times we're Christian, we're just walking around. We don't really honor our relationship with the Lord. We just take it as it go by. But we forgot we're getting old. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't honor our relationship. We take it too light. No wonder we don't see things moves around in our life and everywhere we go. Because we take something that's so important. Something that Jesus had to withdraw himself from the crowd just to honor it. Because he knows how strong. He knows, remember, when Jesus was on the earth, he wasn't God. He was a man just like you and me. He was just a man like you and me. And he knows, in order for man to be a man of God, even though he was a son of God, he was God himself. He need to keep that relationship with God. He need to withdraw often every time. The Bible translation said it was his habit. Sometimes we have some bad habit in our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He valued that relationship. He honored that relationship. He withdraw himself into the unseen because he honored that relationship. You see, because when we withdraw ourselves into the unseen, and then we spend time with God, praying and seeking his word. What happened? You know, most of us love to eat apple fruit, the fruit, apple, orange, grape, and other fruits that we like. But we don't understand the law of how it works. It has to be rooted first before it bears fruits. You see, when you honor your relationship with God, you, you withdraw yourself into the unseen when nobody watching. And then what happened when you spend time in the unseen? You are rooted your relationship with God in God. Hallelujah. The fruit comes later. The seed, when it's falling to the ground, the first law is, has to be rooted. Once it roots, you see, but the amazing thing is this. The root... It's, it grows on the ground. It's covered. It's not seen. See, sometimes God works in our life. And sometimes we have a calling. Sometimes we have things we want to do. But God says, hey, 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 my friend, hold on. I want to root it you. Because sometimes when God deals, sometimes maybe you're sitting down here and then you feel I'm here. You don't know what's going on. No, God's still dealing in your life. God's still doing something. God is rooting you. Because that thing, when God rooted you upon his word, you can see it because it works under the ground. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Because when we are rooted... Our faith becomes strong because the enemy is not uttering anything. We saw the news about this um, brother from one of the islanders. His name is Israel Folau. He was condemned by standing up on the faith. You see, I was sharing to my son and I said, you know, the devil doesn't, doesn't care about his career. The devil is not after his career. The devil is after his faith. The devil isn't after your career, your money, or whatever, your house, or your car. He's after your faith. Because when our faith has been hit, we are shipwrecked. We are done. He, he has power over us. Hallelujah. The only power that we have upon the devil is our faith in Christ Jesus. That we overcome whatever we go through. Hallelujah. Turn to the person beside you and said, 
I love you. You were expecting something different, eh? I know. You gotta mix things around. <laughs> you see, Jesus understands without him rooted in the word, he cannot overcome the trials and the temptation that he's gonna face. He understands that he can unable to die to fulfill his plan, to die on the cross for our sin. He need some God strength. He need Jesus, the Father's power to help him. How about you and me? There's few things in our life. You cannot, you will never achieve it. You need God's strength. We need Jesus. We need the Father. He honored it. He rooted. And then he started seeing the fruits of his works. I want to challenge you. Don't fast to go out. Fast to be rooted. And then you'll see the fruit will just come. Will just fall. And the second thing Jesus honored, he honored the calling that he has with God. You see, he honored his call. He know he was called. He know that he cannot accomplish the call unless he honor the call. How about you? You see, when the calling, the calling is a calling, but when you honor the call, the call becomes the great call. It's just not longer a call, but a great calling. Hallelujah. Are you with me today? Are you with me today? Hallelujah. Amen. See, it's a great call. He honored the calling that God told him. He honored the calling that he found out when he honored the relationship. Are you with me? Are you with me? You see, obedience doesn't release the blessing. It's honor. See, the Bible says, and obey your parents for it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to obey. And he says, honor your father and your mother for it's the first promise. You see, for me, what God is showing me says, obedience, prepare the path for the blessing. And when you walk in honor, you release, you unlock the blessing to flow. Hallelujah. Woo! When God called, we struggle because of the lack of honor. Sometimes God has a calling in our life and then we just go and do what God wants us to do without honoring that call. That's why we struggle. That's why we strive. That's why we survive. But if you honor that call, it means no longer you are alive. But Paul said, but Christ is alive in me. That's why when Paul goes out, he doesn't care what's going to happen to him. He says, as you no longer I who have lived, but Christ who lives in me, the life which I live now by flesh. Oh, how I many I live for Christ? I press on toward the goal for the price of the outward call of God is in Christ Jesus. You see, when we begin to honor God's calling in our life, we begin to say what Paul says. We're going we're gonna to be talk like people say, whoa, that guy's crazy. Scooby-Doo said, whoa, it's crazy. <laughs> and then I would turn out to Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo, you are crazy. I'm not crazy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! The house of the Lord is a house of joy. <laughs> I know Kalina can laugh louder than I do. <laughs> hey, my friend, you know when God told Abraham, Abraham, you know what? I'm gonna, I want you to sacrifice your son for me. Abraham said, yes, yes. And God says, your son will be the lamb. It's going to be hard for Abraham. 
You see, Abraham called his son, prepared the firewood and everything. And the son said, son, dad, where is the lamb? Dad, Abraham said, God will provide it. As they walked there, Abraham obeyed God. And he honored God. And they put Abraham. And when Abraham about to offer his son as a sacrifice, God stopped. You see, because of his honoring God, God relieved, re released the blessing there. You see, Abraham understand that the God who gave him the son is able to bring his son back to life. Hallelujah. I don't know. Sometimes there's things in our life, in our family, people are gone. But I want to tell you good news. It is the same God that Abraham served. It is the same God that we served. It is the same God can walk out. It is his word will go forth. It is his words will accomplish. As long as we stand in his word, his word will accomplish what you stand for. He believes that. He honored. He didn't care. He wasn't worried. Hallelujah. Jesus, honor his word. Honor your relationship with God. Honor the calling that God has for you. And if we don't do that, we will never see great things of God. There's great things. It's hidden. There's great miracles. It's hidden. Are there for you. And the second thing, why Jesus withdraw himself into the wilderness, the demand of saving. The demand of saving. You see, Jesus understands the secret. He cannot meet that need until he withdraw and then recharge and then be filled with the Holy Ghost. Be filled with the word and then he can go out. Hallelujah. I heard one of Billy Graham's interview and then they asked him the question, um, what would you do if you go back and start your ministry? This is what he said. He will go back and he spend more time of God than preaching less. You see, it's about your time with the Lord, with Jesus. See, Jesus saw the, 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 the people are sick. They were hungry. And, and all of these things, the miracle, the demon has to be delivered, has to be cast out. But he understands, no, no, no. You know, I have to get power from the Holy from God by spending time with Jesus. See, once we give our life to the Lord, Christ the anointed, anoint us. And let me tell you this, the anointing grows strong at the feet of the cross, at the feet of Jesus. And when can you find that feet of Jesus where the unseen, where only you and God is seen? The anointing begins to grow stronger and stronger and stronger. Jesus said to the disciple, go wait in the upper room. Wait for the power of the Holy Ghost who comes upon you. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And you shall be witness in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. Hallelujah. What are we waiting for? You know, where did he wait? He didn't wait in a shopping center. He waited in a, they were waiting in a place where I call the unseen place. A place where they're waiting for God to move mighty in their life. Sometimes we're, wrong, we're waiting in the wrong place. You cannot go wait in the club. He won't get anything from there. <laughs> he cannot wait. Sometimes we have to be waiting in the right place. You know, but sometimes we, we love to wait in the public where people can see us. That's why Jesus says, don't be like the Pharisee and the Sadducee. I would say, the Pharisee are far to see. The Sadducee are said to see. Because they love to wait in the public to get the reward from there. and to That's not honor. 
want to build something inside you. It's in an attitude that grows as a relationship with God. And I believe God has called you to do things in your life. God has called you. And sometimes, wow, we hold back. Sometimes we hold back. We already know God calls me. We already know God sent me there. But sometimes. Come on, my friend. You see, if we don't hidden ourselves in the unseen, we are unable to carry the gospel power. The gospel of the word of God. The Bible Paul said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is a power of God unto salvation. You see, without the power of the Holy Ghost, you cannot carry the power of the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we are not empowered, we cannot carry the word of God. Because there will be no fruit of salvation. Because the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin. Righteousness and the judgment of God. Hallelujah. The anointing. See, Jesus understands. It's a demand of serving. Not only him, he wants to be filled and empowered with the Holy Spirit, but to be powered with the word of the Lord. He understands also the anointing. He understands the anointing. See, the anointing is not for you. The Bible says the anointing breaks the yoke. Then the person beside you and say, my anointing is for you. It breaks the yoke. You see, when Elijah and Elisha, Elisha, you know, the prophet Elijah, Elijah did many miracles of the Lord, and Elisha saw it. And Elisha admired what God was doing in Elijah. And Elisha left everything, and he followed Elijah. Hallelujah, Elijah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that he asked for a double portion of the anointing of the Lord upon his life. And then Elijah said, it will be only yours if you see me taken up to heaven. Send me taken up to heaven. If I paraphrase the story, well, it goes like this. A bit funny if I want to write it. If Elijah was in the bathroom, Elisha was there. Because he's afraid if he takes his eyes away from Elijah, Elijah will be taken up and he will receive the what? The double portion of the anointing of God. He watched Elijah's every move. Every time Elijah go, he follow Elijah. Three times, Elijah said to Elisha, Elijah, stay here. Don't come. Stay here. Elijah said, no, as the Lord lives, I'll follow you. How about you and me? Sometimes we go through some struggles. We say, Lord, as, as you live, I shall walk with you. Or I'm going to turn around. How about if things doesn't work out? Lord, Lord, I'm turning back. I'm going drinking. I'm going smoking. I'm going clubbing. I don't want to know you. I'm an atheist now. Or are we going to say, God, no matter what, no matter what, I'm going to still follow you, Jesus. Because my faith is not founded on all these things. It's founded only on you. If my life is broken, I will still love you. If everything fall apart, I will still love you. That's what Jesus answered. The story is not finished there. And the Bible say that Elijah was taken up to heaven. And then he saw him. And then he received it. And his clothes, his gold, fell down. The Bible say, you know what he did? He turned off his gold. You see, you know, like what Joel was saying today, a new flame, a new wine. Oh, you know, 
In order for you to receive something great from God, if you look at your old habit and say, it's enough, it's enough. I'm throwing this thing and I'm throwing it away. And I'm grabbing the whole, the new cloth of Jesus. That will take me through. See, the anointing upon his life was double. And the Bible say, and we fast forward the story. They say, when he died, they dig up the grave, what? They throw him there. There was a dead body there. Elijah's body touched the dead body. The dead body come back to life. Yeah. Woo! See, even the dead. <laughs> Woo! The dead body come back to life. Woo! Because of not of Elijah's anointing that was upon him. It touched his bones and walking. Oh, you will be walking, shaking like this. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm about to finish now. <laughs> you see, if you read the Bible, every time when Jesus goes out, Jesus didn't address the problem. He didn't say, oh, God, she has a, a tumor and this thing. And God, you understand? Jesus said, hey, be healed. Hey, stretch out your hand. Be restored. Lazarus, get up. He didn't talk about the problem. You see, the problem is a problem when we talk about the problem. But the problem is no longer a problem when we begin to pray about the problem. See, the problem becomes bigger when we spread the problem. The problem is no longer bigger when we begin to whisper it in a secret time with the Lord. Hallelujah. God is awesome. God is awesome. You see, if we challenge your life and we wake up and say you know God I will hide myself in you I will withdraw myself from the busy lifestyle the world is and to spend time with you the three hours or the one hour that you spend time with Jesus can overcome the problem the whole day it can see Jesus understand it in order for him to sort out all this problem, he need to spend time with God. That's why when the disciple came out and cast the demon, the demon didn't went out. Jesus said, and Jesus said, oh, flee away. Get out from him. And the demon got up. Just the words. And get out. Why? Because he got the power when from the unseen time of the Lord. And he has the authority to just speak to whatever situation comes in ways. And it'll be done. Hallelujah. I don't know about your life now. I'm coming to conclusion. I'll close my phone. You better be happy. But I'm telling you, there's anointing in this platform. Yeah, I can feel it when I was preaching. Eh? There's anointing here that God want to do in your life. <clears throat> I don't know about you if you haven't given your life to the Lord. And if you haven't, come to the front. I'll pray for you and I'll lead you to the Lord. But if you're here, you know that you want to... God has been speaking to you, and you have been delaying in some ways. You haven't, or maybe sometimes we haven't fully surrendered God, or maybe we haven't fully honored the call of God in our life, or maybe we haven't honored the relationship with the Lord, or maybe you just want more of God. We'll pray for you. We'll pray for you. There's anointing here. It's going to break the yoke. And if you're feeling anything sick thing in your body, come to the front. Let's pray for you. I love this thing. Jesus has three ministry. He preaches, he teaches, he heals. God is amazing. Let's stand in our feet. Let's honor God's word again. Let's move this one aside. You know, it's, it's, 
I'm challenging you. This is what God has been speaking to my life lately about the life of Jesus, about the secret life of Jesus, about the unseen life of Jesus. I've been crying out and I say, God, I need more of you. I need more of you. And then God has shown me this is, this is how Jesus needs more. This is how Jesus got more of me. This is how Jesus got more of me. Sometimes by crying and crying, God, I need more of you. I need more of you. You won't receive it until you do the response of faith and act it out. And then you will see what God's going to do in your life. You know, there is miracle. There is anointing. There is, there is blessing. There is great things. It's awaiting in heaven just for you. But it will yours when you respond to the call of God and say, yes, God. It will release down upon your life. Jesus is awesome. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, I thank you for every heart that is here. I thank you for every soul that has been here. I thank you for all the callings that's in here, God. Father, let your spirit reach down and touch them right now, God. Let's worship God together. Can we worship God together? Worship God from where you are. It's only you and God, the person inside you. Just worship God. Come on, let's worship God together. Woo!